So, um, Shio, if, um, I mean, I thought you were going to ask me if, if I was President Bola Metinubu, what would I do mm-hmm. you know, within three months or, or within six months? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I perfectly understand that, you know, th- these, these policies, you know, taking away the fuel subsidy, you know, um, removing the multiple exchange rates, you know, trying to sanitize the CBN, the EFCC, you know, and, and some of the other government prostators and agencies, you know, in, in the immediate term, what we are experiencing is a reset of the country. So in the immediate term, there might be some hardship, you know, there, there will be some hardship. And this is what people are currently experiencing, you know, in the country. In the long term, we are going to reap the benefits, you know, of whatever policies are being implemented, you know, today. But in the immediate term, as I noted earlier, and I do agree with Indy, you know, that the government also has to take some actions. And I, I mean, I mean, I, I did create a list of some of the things that I expected, you know, or that I expect, you know, that that the mm-hmm. the, the, the government or president, um, you know, Bola Metinubu, um, you know, would actually do, you know, would would actually prioritize, um, you know, once once the administration has been has been um you know has been has been sworn in. So increasing minimum wage, you know, actually tops that list. For years I argued that that Empower initiative that they were paying them, I think it was thirty thousand naira stipend. I argued that the minimum they should be paying anybody is fifty thousand naira. But Empower was very, very successful, but the money should have been increased, in my own opinion. So the first thing I would expect to see is increase in minimum wage, you know, managing the inflation, stabilizing food prices, you know, investing in human capital. This, for me, is very, very critical. The government needs to create an enabling environment where more jobs are going to be created where the private sector you know the private sector actually has capital you know to invest where capital is freed up and you know roadblocks and 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 bottlenecks are actually removed you know i would expect that the government invest massively in the informal sector because a lot of times our discussions are always focused around the formal sector you know blue collar jobs but there are millions of people in the informal sector and the government also has to continue to prioritize you know those who work in 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 the in the informal sector and you know tackling insecurity addressing poverty and inequality you know these are some of the things that i expect you know that the administration um you know would would actually get to work to you know to do as soon as they've been they've been inaugurated i mean it's only a few weeks once ministers have been have been you know appointed and the government settles down, I believe that we will begin to see you know more of these actions you know starting to um, you know to be implemented for the benefit of the Nigerian people. I'm looking at statistics of uh, some of the uh, situa- insecurity situation since uh, uh, President Tinubu got into office, uh, killings in Zamfara, abductions of women and girls in Sokoto, killings in Plateau. Killings in Kogi State, some of which are sometimes politically uh, mm-hmm. related uh, uh, violence and all what of you. And you look at all of these vis-a-vis the appointments that have been made. Does it, any of these give Nigerians hope, Indy? Well, um, 
you know, I, I don't think it's as simple as um, changing, you know, who was there or, you know, because the, the trajectory, the career trajectory of all of them is the same thing. You know, one person will serve and do very well in Borno State and then they bring the person to the center. So it's the same thing with um, uh, General Christopher, I think. Uh, he's, he's from Southern Kaduna, a man that we're very proud of. Um, he's coming in after Lucky Rabo and then the, and, and then the others. I, I, I honestly... I, I, the, the only change that I would have applauded <coughs> like that, that made me feel that something was going to really change was the, the, the change from Buratai and Co. You know, that was something that Nigerians really called for for a very long time before it happened because, I mean, that was a woeful set. But right now, it just, it just looks like business as usual. It just looks like new government has come in and, um, you know, there's a change of guard. Now, I'm not seeing actions following that. I'm not seeing... You know, again, we need to see something. Perhaps it's inside their 100-day plan. But, you know, as we are waiting, people are dying. I need to see, okay, what are the changes we are going to implement in the way we are approaching this war in the northeast, the war in the northwest, and, you know, extending to the north central, even parts of the... Uh, all over the country. <laughs> so I, was, mm. I was calling regions and realizing, you know what, I just saw a video of people running in Inugu State. So... It's it's all but over the country. So we yeah, yeah we we need to see we need to see them taking us in in another direction. If what is if what is being done is not working nationwide, I mean I can I can applaud some um, improvements in Hadinka in 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 Burna and in, and and in some of these other spaces. But you know for Plateau for Southern Kaduna for for Benue it's 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 getting worse and in parts other parts of the country is getting worse. So I mean after. Right now, they are still, I would say, people would say, if you ask Deepo now, Deepo would say they are still doing their ceremonial handovers, I guess. That's what Deepo would say. And so we they need to... do that up until yesterday. Yes, they are the still Navy, doing so. The, so the, it will look like, you know, it will look like these people have not even settled down and Indicato has already started with them. And that's what it's going to look like. Dragging so, them. So, yeah, yeah. so, you know, on one hand, I'm going to say, you know what, we need to see more action. And so I hope that when they are done, okay, let's take it like this. When they are done with these ceremonial handovers... We need to see a new direction. Let's see what has worked. And please, I, I, I know I know it's not everything the military is supposed to tell us because that would be revealing their tactics to the enemy. But I feel that, you know, it's better that the citizens be carried along in what is happening. This whole shrouding in secrecy, I think we should leave it in the past. The citizens need to know what is happening. I'm not saying that you should tell us everything step by step by step in the in the war front, but at least some level of reassurance and let's know, okay, what direction are we going to with this uh, with, with 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 the war on terrorism? And uh, let's know. So give them time to settle down. They just got in. Some of them have not even had full handovers yet. But you know, time is of the essence. Time is of the essence, and we do not have the time for so many ceremonies. Mm. We need to see less flowery language, like the police IG said. He's he's a, he's like a tiger and all of that. We need to see less flowery language and more implementation of 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 key things that we know that is going to number one sanitize this system and make sure that Nigerians are safe. So just like you you referenced that the president has said, look, I beg for the job. In the rain, he in danced the sun, for it. I danced for it and all of that. But I'll and did other things. <laughs> but let me not talk. <laughs> what are the other things? Ah. <laughs> we are in court. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. We've gone to court. We have gone to court. <laughs> so, I mean, the question is, are Nigerians poor breathing? Deepo. Sean, this is this is um this is a million dollar question. <laughs> Um, it was but, it was the president himself that said it. He said, <laughs> "Let 
the poor breathe. Do not suffocate, Do not suffocate them. <laughs> that, those are the words of the president himself. Almost a month after he said those words, and I'm asking you, are the poor breathing deeper under President so, Tunubu? Categorically, categorically, let me say that Niger the Nigerian poor and those at the bottom of the pyramid, they are breathing, they are still alive, but their neck is being choked seriously. And I would like to urge the government and every government appointee to wake up and go to bed every day thinking about the poorest of the poor in our society. We have a responsibility to ensure that we, we alleviate the sufferings and that choking of the neck of the poor, that we reduce the suffering of the poor people you know, across the country. There are millions of people who are living in hardship. There are millions of people who were in the middle class before, but who now can be classed as poor because of the economic hardship. So I would expect that the government implements policies, every government appointee, that they, every morning, every night, every afternoon, they are thinking about how to reduce the suffering of the... And, and this is not just the federal government. This is also our state government. Those who like to spend billions and billions on churches and mosques, they need to think about other ways of spending government money, of lifting the society up, investing in youth centers, investing in training and education, giving grants to SMEs, giving grants to innovative young people across us, uh, across our different states. The Lagos state government is trying, you know, implementing some of these policies in the interest of young people. A lot more of our states actually have to take on this responsibility. So poor people in Nigeria are breathing, but their neck is choking and the government at the federal and the state level and even the local government level must continue to seek ways to reduce the suffering of the poor people. Mm. Indy, are the poor breathing? Are they suffocating? <laughs> I think that the, I, I think that according to what people said, me, I think that it's we middle class that are choking. Mm. <laughs> and then we're, you know, we are breathing, but we are choked. The poor are not breathing. The it's... president didn't ask for the middle class to be breathing. <laughs> he said, let the poor breathe. breathe. Okay, so what Do happens to us in the middle class? Them. I mean, it's what the president said. Okay, it so was before he got into office. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking, are the poor breathing, Indy? I don't think so. I don't think so. The price, if they look, they are choking beyond it's and and you know when I say this, I would I would talk as a person again who is number one middle class, and then I have people who you classify as poor working working for me, and it's not no, it's it it really it, it really isn't it's. What is happening now is not feasible for the average Nigerian when it when we come when it when we're talking about survival, it's not indeed. And, yeah, let, let, let me let me read this to you and I'd like you to respond. Mm. One person is tweeting and it says, This is at Binola Sylvester. I said, Nigerians are extremely poor, people beg for food every day. Mm -hmm. Today alone, I refuse to pick six different calls, yes, because I know what they want, yeah. 
And that is what it is. Look, if you get a call today, the first thing will be greeting, pleasantries. Then the person will drop the call and then call back to ask for something. And the amount of money people are asking for. You know, some are asking for things to solve their hospital. If you are, you are one, even those of us in the middle class, you are one ailment away from, from, from extreme poverty. Mm. But for these people, sometimes, you know, it's 5,000. Sometimes it's 500. You know, all around, everywhere, from, from an organization where I pay people, as, I pay people up to 200,000, 350,000. These people are asking for money. They are looking for money. Nigerians, and you have to, recog- you have to also recognize that if, if I'm saying that an organization pays 350, 200, in Nigeria, that is considered something. That is considered mm. quite the mm. salary because of the poverty rate in Nigeria. And even for those ones, you know, the gnashing of teeth on the transportation, cost of transportation, cost of food, it really is it's terrible all around. It's terrible there, there, all around. There's another one, Indy. It's uh, Ayo Oluo Yetunji at AY underscore Yetunji. He tweeted and said, some poorest of the poor are already in coma from <laughs> some of these policies. Palliative needs to continue to flow until the suffocation stops. Yeah. Again, what we had suggested, you need to cushion the effect. Look, governments must operate with empathy. <laughs> At the end of everything, empathy is key. Government mm. must operate. You, you may have all of these great ideas, but the number one thing on your mind must be the people. And when you are governing, that's it the people and empathy you know i've seen many a people in fact we have an ex- an example in kaduna state where a person is so brilliant a person has all these policies and all of that but then empathy is lacking mm. and when empathy is lacking you can't call that a good government so government needs to lead with empathy nigerians are suffering and government must recognize that you're not an emperor you are the president of nigerians and you fought clawed your way did everything within and out of your power to get in there you must put the people first and you must govern with empathy. We're not going anywhere without empathy. Let me let me get some views. And I like to uh or is Deepa, you want to say something to that? Uh, those who are commenting that people are suffocating and uh, they are out of breath already. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say that uh, you know the president speaks in in very philosophical terms. Uh, my my response basically was literary, you know, are people Britain? Yes, they are, are they choked? Yes, definitely, you know, they, they are choking. Um, but indeed, indeed, you know, made a point a um, couple of minutes ago. I'm not sure if I heard, heard that well. You know, people earning 250,000 or 300,000 naira, I don't know if those people can be classified as extremely, extremely poor. I, I mean, I'm not sure if I got that point they are not, right. That's the point, that they are not extremely poor, Deepo, mm-hmm. and yet they are feeling the bites. And I have all this, you know, all this stuff. You know, I have people who earn that amount and I have people who earn like 60,000 naira working for me still. And across this, and people who earn 30,000. And across this, these people, all of them, like, you know, the cry is the same. Those at the level of 200 and 350,000 are crying because they have to adjust. And this adjustment is not easy. It's not easy at all. And for those who are earning as low as 60,000, it really is bad for them. They can't even, salary can no longer cover transportation and feeding. It can't cover before you even talk of other things. So now we're thinking of how we're going to increase salaries from this. And then those of us who have to increase that salaries, we have to, these salaries, we have to think of where the money is going to come from. So it's really gnashing of teeth all around. I'm not saying that their salary is poor, but I'm saying even for those ones, the poor, even for those ones, Things are not easy. So imagine further down the line. Mm. 
I mean, there was, I mean, a, I there was a time, yeah. Deepo, sorry, sorry to interject. There was a time when if you're earning that amount of money, you could you could easily buy a brand new car. There was a time that that money mm-hmm. meant you were a big boy in this Abuja. And right now, it does not, you are a public transportation taking person trying to survive. So we need to... That was 10 years ago, Indy. Uh, yes, I mean, it's not it's not bad to look back at 10 years and say, ah, Deepo, why, why aren't we, why aren't mm. we buying care again? Mm-hmm. Mm, Deepo. <laughs> things, things, things. I mean, things are going to get better. I mean, I, I we we have people who you know run some of our businesses in in Lagos as well, and you know, of course, we get these these complaints. You know, there's no fuel once in a while. You know, cost of transportation. So I perfectly understand. You know that you know things things are things are very difficult for a lot of people. I just wanted us to make that distinction between you know those who are earning 250k to 250 mm-hmm. to 350k with those who can be classed as being at the bottom of the pyramid you know those who are earning 30k and 40k and what i would like to see you know going forward and this is not this is not a four year five years you know implementation or policy this is like 10 15 20 years we need to get more people into education we need to get more people with vocational skills okay so that people are not earning so that we have fewer people who are earning 30k 40k whatever amount of money is going to be in the next five years or 10 years so that we have a lot more people in the middle class or even you know somewhere closer to the middle class and far away from the bottom of the pyramid mm. Listen to these two comments and, and they're touching. One from Daddy Ama, he says, a cleaner is paid 50,000 Naira salary and at the end of the day, he spends 5,500 on transportation every week. So 5,500 times four, that's about uh, 23,000 or yeah, about 22,000. What will now be his take home at the end of the day if he has spent that amount on transportation? He will be left with about 20 something thousand. Yeah. So, another t- uh, tweet coming from Abulime Ozigi Frank. He says, For the first time as a level seven public servant, my salary cannot sustain me. Imagine buying fuel three times the amount you previously bought and salary remains the same. Sure. Mm. I would, as as I've noted before, I would recommend to the government, you know, that the salaries of public officials, you know, that they are increased. I would also like to add, you know, recommend. What, what, to the what figure? What figure will you be recommending? There is a thirteen thousand uh, naira uh, minimum wage right now. Sure, I don't work for revenue mobilization and fiscal. No, no, no I mean, you can suggest as a, as a citizen of Nigeria. I mean, I there, know, there I is an amount on my mind that I think might just be all right as a minimum wage. Maybe 100,000 naira. 100,000 naira as minimum wage, mm. I, I believe, would be decent. But but the other point I was going to make is that we need to have social safety nets, you know, for, the, for those at the bottom of the pyramid, you know, for the poorest of the poor, we need to have safety net for these people. And it is not safety net that government officials will be diverting 20% or 30% of the monies meant for poor people into their own pockets or for their own cronies. Let the monies for the safety net for those at the bottom of the pyramid go to the communities 
and to the individuals who actually need that help. Because if we don't do these things, one day the poor will have absolutely nothing to eat and they will turn on the rich. Mm. So besides increasing the salaries you know, of public, of public um, civil, civil servants across our federal and, 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 and state governments, we also need to ensure that our social safety net, that it works. Hmm. All right. Let me take some uh, tweets, uh, I mean, some responses now. Let's hear from the average Nigerian, from the <laughs> different parts of Nigeria, what their views are. I, I really want to hear real-life scenarios of how Nigerians are coping. Uh, whether or not you are breathing on <laughs> your... I want to know your breathing levels. Uh, maybe we need more doctors these days <laughs> to allow people not to suffocate. I mean, to, so, so that people will not suffocate. Uh, let me bring in, first and foremost, the, our very first uh, speaker is at Ibirogba 2000. I'd like you to make it very straightforward so that we can get as many people as possible into the conversation. Uh, are you breathing, Ibirogba? At ABC? <laughs> Thank you so much. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, yeah. to and Indicato. Brilliant submission from both of you. I'm so happy to have listened to you. Your, both of you come up with brilliant suggestion that it actually, even though you have of different uh, leanings. Anyway, so I want to quickly make some suggestion, some 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 of the comments. To be honest with you. Yes, I understand that Nigerians are really going through, some Nigerians are going through a hard time because of the situation of the removal of subsidy. You know, it's it's something that has been in the, in the pipeline due to some other Nigerians' greediness, moving the, trying to make more profit, moving the truck outside of Nigerian borders and making Nigeria to keep paying for subsidies that they are not actually using. So in a way, that tells us that that subsidy has to go. You know, but like when Nico was also posited that there should be a safety net, which I think President Buhari initially was trying to push across. That's the 800 million. We don't, we are, we are not hearing anything about it right now. But I think that should also quickly be brought on stream, and they should get somebody that can manage that fund properly, so that it goes directly to the people that are really affected. However, it seems. Uh, the two parties in the studio has not really spoken about the governors. You were asking about the other time that uh, how much is, do you think will be the uh, minimum wage that is that can make a, a poor man to breathe? I was thinking maybe seventy thousand, but when Nicole said hundred thousand, I believe that federal government will be able to pay hundred thousand minimum wage. But the question is, will the state governor be able to pay that? That's the question because majority of the civil servants that are currently, I think, majority are under the purview of the state and the local government. So if those ones are not up and doing, then no matter what the federal government does, it's just going to be like a drop in the ocean. You know what I mean? So that is that one. So, However, the, I think the president also met with the, the governors. I hope the governors will find reason to make, to allow the poor to breathe. Also, keep in mind that Inflation, inflationary rates all over the world have skyrocketed. It's not just uh, Nigeria alone. He has talked about the UK, cost of living in the UK, and all of those places. Nigerians also need to find a way to quickly adjust, not to 
sit back and blame the government all day and say that this is caused by this inflationary rate has skyrocketed all over the world you can ask anybody and they will tell you so right. whichever way you have to adjust thank all you right. so much Sheldon. thank you so much uh, <laughs> but you are you are breathing are you okay i just want to be sure are you fine i'm breathing by the breath of god oh fine <laughs> thank god and nigerians are very religious all right uh, thank you so much praise the, praise the lord praise the lord for you breathing all right, let, let's get another pressing uh, in into the conversation at Emperor uh, Emperor Twenty Four uh, Olu. Hi Olu. Yeah, hi. What, hi today. What, what are your breathing levels? Yeah, I'm breathing. I'm all right. I'm but eating. You don't sound like you're in Nigeria. Uh, no, I'm in the UK right now. Oh, okay. That's why your breathing yeah. levels are very fine. For uh, some people, may not be breathing uh, very well here. So yeah, to be. <laughs> to be honest, uh, yeah, you, it's more or less uh, different when compared to Nigeria. Yeah, uh, is it good? Uh, my concerns about Nigeria every day um, since last year, I opened. I said, okay, let me join. Let me uh, train uh, different conversation. And I see it's going bad, very bad, very very bad. Uh, I will not be speaking in the perspective of myself. I will pick up uh, the topic that concerns everyone. The Nigerians that are suffering, a lot of suffering, even the ones that have the money, suffering of so many things. Uh, energy or uh, supply, the grid always down. There's no 24 hours light supplies that ruin so many business. I control, I pay people's salaries. I have to increase their salary because of the subsidy remover, yet it's not enough. So uh, for saying that middle class and uh, the bottom line, and so, so they are all partaking in these sufferings together. So the worst one that you don't have adequate food, adequate supplies, adequate so many things, we look far away, but I speak to Nigerians every, every hour because my business is there. So I know what they are going through. Um, Odika, I don't know if I pronounce your name. You, you, you are spoken my mind. Even the one that hands money are suffering for the so the government that comes now complaining that our treasury is almost empty, subsidy is gone. That we have to start from somewhere. Now, fine, we started from somewhere, but it's affecting us. The uh, the people that are stolen our this thing, uh, uh, oil thieves and all this thing, taken into another countries. We understand, but the masses are suffering this. We just uh, come out from uh, what they call it, uh, changing of nerves uh, that affected the whole lockdown, the whole nations. No money, even the one that has money can't transfer. So we have to be buying nera. We just get out from there and subsidy again. So the government has to play hard. They have to have the sympathies on the citizens. Yes, there are policy that you uh, you said you campaign that you want to do, but there should be an implementation before you you remove subsidy. That is my problem. You can use all excuses for this. I I will listen to you, but the masses force. I will be on the side of Nigeria, not on the side of. We are talking about thirty. 30,000 era minimum wage that some of these state government are still owing. They are owing uh, pensioners. If I'm lying here, anybody can dispute this. They are owing 
pensioners, some police are not well paid. The front, the people that are on front line fighting for Boko Haram, they are not well fed. They are not well paid. So there are a lot of things to handle. Uh, President Bola Ahmed Tinubu, he has so many tasks to do, so many loopholes. So I don't know. I wish him good luck because this uh, Nigeria have destroyed so so weird that any government that want to it only remain on the miracle that will be doing something will be going smoothly. So Nigeria is suffocating. They, Nigeria even they don't breathe. I will say it. Hmm. They don't breathe because the suffering is too much. It's too much. I'm 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 speaking from the something that I am experiencing every day, and there are so many calls on my begging for money uh, coming hmm. to me now. In salad time, I I I transfer three hundred thousand. They are still asking for 200,000 man they, because uh, they said the tomato has gone up. This one has this, this, the uh, rama. Because it's my are duty. These, are these your family members back home, back at home? Of course, it's my duty. My father is gone. So it's my duty. If Even uh, my brothers have to send the extra money, I have to send too. These are the uh, obligations in my family. I'm speaking for my family now. So what about the rest? They can't even afford the uh, basket of tomatoes and uh, all this stuff. So, and it wasn't like this before. Previous year, we five years, it wasn't like this. So things are getting weird. Anybody that wants to use all grammar to uh, to modernize everything that is going on is fooling himself. Mm. It's not in the problem. He all doesn't right. have the same problem right. in Nigeria. Yeah. So let us let, let us talk to the fact that President Bola uh, Metulubu he has so many challenges. To face right now. I wish him good luck because yeah. these things are getting Good luck away. as a former president. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this edition of Mike on Podcast. This podcast will return soon.